<laughs> Sorry guys about that, but hey, it's another episode of the Dance of Library Mom Wife. I'm your host, Caroline Williams, and yeah, forgive me this morning with my sound effects and music. I'm doing things all backwards, but it's all good. Um, hope everybody had a great week from the last time I spoke. Uh, last week was crazy. This week is crazier. But hey, you live and you go. But today's uh, show, I just kind of want to talk about um, what were your what was your criteria. For like all my married folks out there, or maybe engaged as well, your criteria for your husband or your fiance, uh, and the reason why I want to talk about this because uh, me and my husband were watching the show Married at First Sight last night. That is like one of my favorite shows. I've been watching since season one, <laughs> and um, they're now on season twelve. And at this point, everybody should know this show. If you don't know it. Go watch it. It's on Lifetime. Um, It's a show basically where these experts, one is a sex uh, therapist, one is a um, spiritual counselor, and one is a, uh, I think it's just a marriage counselor. No, a marriage counselor, spiritual counselor, whatever. And then one is just a, what is is she? I don't know. A couple's counselor, something like that. And they, you know, you go through this whole interview process, all the the applicants, and they choose a different city each season. This season, it's in Atlanta. But they, you know, you go through a a heavy, heavy screening where you answer the questions. What do you like? What do you, you know, what do you do? Some of your attributes about yourself, so forth and so on. And then these experts, they guess they choose, they narrow it down, and they interview you. And once they choose the final couples, you know, they pair them up. Like, okay, we think this guy would be good for this girl and vice versa, right? So uh, I feel, and sidebar, I feel last season was a very good season as far as the pairings. They did a a pretty decent job in that. It was probably two couples I was like, nah, I wouldn't pick them. But for the majority, they had a pretty good, a pretty good season of couples who were paired nicely, and they actually lasted. I, they had five. It, it was crazy is when the show first started. It was three couples. Now they've gone up to five. <laughs> I guess they like it's a lot of single folks out here trying to be married. Let's 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 help them out. So out of last season, three of the five couples stayed together, and I would say. I, it, that's pretty. That's pretty successful considering a show. Oh, okay. Let me get back to the show. So once they pair you up, they kind of uh, they let them know. Okay, you don't see the person until the day of your wedding, until you walk down the aisle or you see them walk down the aisle. That is when you meet your wife or husband. Okay, it is a. <laughs> this is what they say. Me and my friend, we we laugh about this because they always say. It is a legally binding marriage, <laughs> and they are together for, is it four months? I believe four months, and um, 
after the four months, they bring them back together and they ask them if they want to stay together, stay married, or if they want to get a divorce. Right? My husband always says, they have this show has made the divorce rate go up. <laughs> I say, honey, it wasn't this show that did that. It's just a life. It's America, not America. It's the world who made the divorce rate go up. Shoot. Hmm. I said, you made the divorce rate go up. You got one on your record. Just saying. Don't judge. <laughs> but, okay, so. Um, but it's crazy, like, as they're screening these people, they're asking them these questions, like, what do you want in a husband? What do you see in it? Honestly, if you've never been married, how would you know what you want in a husband? Because I'm going to tell y'all now, you, everybody has, like, maybe a, a thought or a vision of their future mate, right? However... Finding that one that fits all the molds is like finding a needle in a haystack. They may not have every single quality. And I think that's where a lot of men and women go wrong in trying to find the perfect or trying to find their, their spouse. Because you're looking for the person who is ticking off every single box. Here's the thing. If they tick off every single box, okay... You're going to find out later there are some boxes that they don't tick off that you didn't name and you're not liking. You know? Or it could be they or it could be the, the complete opposite where it just gets better and better. But that is it's a rare thing. And so sometimes you just got to you have to change up your 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 way of thinking of people and their situations and their lives so like the one couple um not from this season but from season one the girl jamie and doug y'all watch the show y'all know about jamie and doug jamie did not like doug when she saw him on the first day on on at their wedding she was like she was like almost disgusted by him like i'm not attracted to him Oh my God, what did I just do? You know, did not like the boy. Went on their honeymoon. And what's crazy is, that's what I like about Doug. He knew this and he was still like, that's okay. That's okay. You know, we're just going to go day by day. We're going to work this out. You know, she'll, she'll grow to love me. And she did. She ended up falling in love. And they are still married today. They have two kids now. From the show, all from this show, and so Jamie was talking on the, the 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 matchmaking special before the show aired. She was talking about how sometimes what you thought you wanted is not what you needed. You know, you know the experts put them together because they had some commonalities, or they had some things in each other that complement the other, or to help boost the other, and so forth and so on, and so. I, that's my point. Like we want this, we want that in a mate, but that might be why you may still be single because maybe you actually don't need that. You want that, but maybe that's not what you actually need. Um, I talk about me and my husband, we are complete opposites. And it's funny. He said the other day, he was like, what do we have in common? I was like, 
we have things in common as far as our morals and our values and things. We agree on like the disciplining of our kids, which is very, very, very important in a marriage. Like if you and your spouse are not agreeing on how y'all are going to to discipline the kids, there's going to be some head bumping and then there's going to be some division. Okay. But I was like, I said, Bear, we are opposites because you come, you, you have taught me how to let things go, which in the turn, I would, I used to always like, you know, take things to heart, which I still kind of do, but he has helped me to like realize it ain't that serious. Let it go. Or why are you tripping? Because <laughs> he always said, what? Man, why are you letting that get to you? Man, so? Who cares? I'm like, you're right. You're right. He has helped me really to grow. He has. And on the flip side, I have helped him to be more um, uh, uh, open and uh, communicate better. Because my husband's not a talker. And he is used to just shutting down. He shuts down when it comes to conflict. And I'm sitting there pushing him like, no, we're going to talk about this. You're going to need to tell me I can't read your mind. And he probably won't agree. But I'm going to say I've helped him to speak up more when it comes to conflicts and working things out and moving on and moving through versus trying to sweep it under the rug. And then it just festering there. And then when it when it gets to a point where you're frustrated, it all comes out and it's a, a big mess. So sometimes you have to look at it that way. Like maybe what you want is actually the opposite of what you want. Try it out. You never know. You might be like, this actually is pretty, uh, uh, you know, relieving. Um, I think we, we feel that we need somebody kind of similar to us when actually you may need somebody opposite of you. Could you imagine marrying yourself and being around yourself all the time? Like all your traits, all your little knickknacks, all everything. Because if you think about it, if you like things this way, your person may be like that. They like things this way too, but it's their way this way, if that makes sense. So they're they're very tidy, they're very clean, clean and whatever, but they're their clean. Are they they are they your clean? <laughs> I know it's crazy. But okay, going back to the show. So like these people, there's one guy on there for this season. Oh my God, y'all. And they're at the I already told y'all they're in Atlanta. This guy said he wants to eventually be a pastor. And I was kind of in and out yesterday watching it in the uh, beginning. So I'm not sure where his parents were because they never showed his, they showed his grandparents. I don't know what, I need to go back because I was multitasking. They kept showing his pastor. That's who was kind of with him. But he said he eventually wants to be a pastor. He wants someone, you know, a woman who goes to churches for so forth and so on. Y'all, then he turned around and said, and I want her to be a freak. Wait. <laughs> Not saying you can't be a Christian and have that in the bedroom, you know, fun. But it's like, dude, <laughs> you know how that make you look? And then he comes to the bachelor party with this blow-up doll. Like, it was just all wrong in all kinds of forms. <laughs> then the girl he matched it with, she was like, I want a God-fearing man and blah, 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 blah. Then she turns around and says, you know, something very sexual and explicit that I'm going to just leave to the imagination that she wanted 
that he can do things to her around the derriere. Okay, you read between the lines. And I was just like, wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> and then the guy, the guy who wants to this woman who's, you know, who wants to be a pastor and things, he he was engaged like six months before this show has aired. I'm like, uh, how that's gonna work? How <laughs> I'm me and my husband, we like, he just on here for he on here for other reasons. He's trying to uh be famous. I said, Yeah, I think he's on here. For other reasons as well. Sorry if you hear some scratching noise, but I'm trying to get things together. Uh, but yeah, I said, yeah, I think he's on here for other reasons, so that may not work out either. But what did you th- what did you look for in a husband? Honestly, I don't know what I really looked for. I know what I looked for before I met Barry. I was kind of looking for. I, I would always say. He's got to be, a, you know, graduated from college, no kids, um, you know, a good paying job, come from a stable, you know, whatever. Yeah, that was a fantasy. Y'all, I guess I did get the opposite. I, that's why it's worked. Because what I was looking for wasn't happening. I was meeting guys like that and they were complete a-holes. They were conceited. They were cocky. or. Uh, you know, I wasn't the only one. Uh-uh. When I got the opposite of what I wanted, it was like, oh, this is nice. Okay. Like, Barry, um, he did graduate from college. He graduated from high school. Has a very good paying job. He had kids. <laughs> he was married before. It was like all the stuff that I had was shying away from is what ended up happening. Is what I went to. And Look at us now. We'll be 11 years in February. You know, there are ups and downs, plenty of ups and downs. It's not, a, I feel it's not a healthy marriage if it's not a lot of ups and downs because you got to learn and grow from the mistakes and the and the issues and the problems. But I, and a big, a big, big, big part I have learned through um, the years of being married is communication. And so, yeah, I know everybody's heard that before. But that's it's so real though. Like if you're not communicating, this will go down. Your marriage will go down in the trenches. You have to talk to your mate. Let them know. Don't assume. Even if they say, "Oh, I already know that," say it again. Like they need you have to know each other, okay? Because you're going to start changing as you grow older. Your your mindset changes, different things, your situation changes. And so you have to keep it, keep talking. Cause you, you know, you may your financial situations may change. That makes a person my that makes a person's mindset change. So again, talk it out, talk it out, talk it out, talk it out. Because if you don't and you feel your mate is the same person you met on day one, you're gonna struggle. You're going to struggle because that's just not realistic. We all change, just like when you're friends. How many of us have friends that, you know, we've had for years to come, years to come? Or you have an old friend you see and y'all may not be as close anymore. Why? Because both of you have grown in different directions. You know, not saying you're not friends, but y'all may not do the same things anymore because you have grown. Especially when you add children to the equation. OMG. That changes up some things, okay? Um uh new job positions. Uh 
when you add a mortgage, a house, things change and you have to be able to grow with your mate. And so communicating to them all your thoughts and wants and things like that helps the growth, helps the bond. Um, yeah, I, 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 but I want to talk about because what did you look for? What were you, what are you looking for? Or what did you feel you wanted in a husband? Now, granted, Barry does tick off some things that I do want. Like I wanted someone who was all about family, um, goes to church. He did that. Um, he loves his mother to death. You know, my, my mom said if he loves his mother, how does he treat his mother? That would determine how he would treat you. That is factual. I'm going to say that is facts. I think that should be a law. <laughs> because if he's treating his mama like crap, you know, nine times out of ten, he may not be, he may, he may, he may treat you like a turd. <laughs> but, um, he does take off some things. Uh, he's tall. I want somebody tall because I'm tall. I can't have nobody short. It was just enough. And I'm a big girl. I can't have nobody short. And I'm tall and big. That's looks look so awkward. But um, yeah, he, he makes me laugh. That was another box. So there were boxes he ticked. But the main ones that I was really like gun hoeing for that he didn't tick actually end up working. Like that's actually not that bad. Actually helps me because, again, with the things that he had, the qualities that he does have, helps me. It helped my weaknesses that I needed to work on. So, are y'all helping? Are y'all helping each other's weaknesses? That's a good way to put it. Like the things that you're weak in, is he strong in, and you can learn from, and vice versa. Like that's something that you can think about as you know. You try to maneuver in marriage or maneuver in finding your soulmate and finding your mate. And sometimes you may get it and then you like, it doesn't work out. And that's just kind of some things that happen. But just kind of reevaluate your, your wants and who you're looking for out there. It may be what you thought you wanted, but it may not be what you need. So those are my thoughts, guys, today on my um on this here podcast uh just wanted to chime in and see what everybody's all about it thank you all for listening to me and i will talk to you guys next week bye